0: Please Say Psych is a podcast hosted by three friends who want more conversations about psychology in the Philippines, possible research ideas, and issues on mental health that our culture is too shy to discuss. Okay, so hey guys, we are now, hello, we are live. Hi. Okay, hi. So, ayon. Gosh, these intros are so long. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> okay. I, I never know how to do this. All right? So we'll we'll just ease ease into this. So ha- did you guys just see the poster that's going viral? timeline, timeline's not it. Yeah. It was so our, everywhere. Our our emo kids, the emo children in us are alive again, you yeah. So yes. for those of you listening to our listeners, so we we're recording this at the time where the When We Were Young festival posters have been going viral and it just triggered a core memory in each one of us. Yeah.
1: The Did band's all have I... an emo
0: face? What? We, we look like we all
2: had an emo yeah, face. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, I, I,
0: I like, definitely like had. Like you two had more. You? Yeah, know, emo, <laughs> mo, no, emo face? Mo
2: um, Cause I'm very late, ako eh. so I only know the popular ones from MCR and like the 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 really emo phase that I had is like in pop punk, na, like All Time Low, Sleeping with Sirens, oh God, uh, sleeping Pierce the Siren. Veil, I was very very late. Mm-hmm. Hindi yung mga kasabayan. Yeah.
0: What about uh-huh. you guys?
2: I feel like Alex has like, legit emo.
1: Uh, Previs. Pivris. Oh, I forgot. And then, actually, wala akong masyadong napakinggan dito. My Chemical room, syempre, The Use. Uh, Silver Stain. Dashboard Conventional. Hawthorne Heights. The the more, I was like one of those kids. Now.
0: Yeah.
1: um, No one knows. So, <laughs> so special ako. Alam mo yun?
0: Amagod. <laughs> well, you like, not like other girls. Ito. So MTR, so OG, <laughs> Paramore. Guys, come on. Didn't you have a Twilight face? The uh, code yeah. had me on I, a so cold. Like that, that did also like, that, that music yeah. video, man. So Bring Me the Horizon. I had I had a face. Like until now, I still do listen to Bring Me the Horizon Pag Sobrang Intense Gym Session. I, I know you just
1: you listen, the both of us listen listens to for Wolf Alice.
0: Yeah, oh. I I I got into Wolf Alice very recently. Pero hindi siya yung band uh Hindi siya yung band material. Din. So, uh, Pierce the Veil. Uh, Avril Lavigne, obviously.
1: Avril Sleeping Lavigne. with Sirens.
0: Mayday Parade. Mayday Parade was like a huge part of high school to college sa akin. So, yeah. It was, yeah, Mayday Parade talaga was like yung pinaka-highlight ko dito. And I, I would listen to like other bands here, like A Day to Remember, The Used, uh, Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard Confessional, but not as much as, you know, uh, Pierce the Veil, Bring Me the Horizon, Mayday Parade. I think, mm-hmm. think you needs to go in top three. Mm-hmm. Go. Nice, Them. nice. Yeah, so this is very much related to what we'll be talking about today how yeah. fandoms shape. A lot of us, because I do think uh, we are. Yeah, I do think that a, a huge chunk of our personalities, like from from our teenage years up until now, kasama yung pagiging fan girl natin. So I think we could get yeah. started already.
2: Talk yeah, because about- like um, where when we were young, did you guys like? consider yourselves to be a part of a fandom of one of those or like you just yeah. listen to a whole bunch of them.
0: I was a casual listener. Mm. Oh I forgot oh, I, was, the I was definitely a part. What which, ah, okay. which band?
1: The
0: me the si Alex. See si Alex was a part of it eh? Yung fandom talaga. Because a like I was just like a casual of, listener.
1: Yeah, of like fandoms like like mm-hmm. Tom, the, the, the stuff oh, yeah.
2: like that. Yeah, true. I think we will be talking about that then also. Yeah. For like, okay, so I just want to know, like all of us, what fandoms we are in, we're part of, you know, because now before you um all of it, all of what you have okay. been part of, all of what you are part of right now, and like kind okay. of what are what's like the core memory you have of those uh fandom. Moments, fan moments.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know, it's so mortifying. But, like, okay, so to start off, I was, so I told you guys, diba, I'm very late sa mga emo face naganyan Because while you guys are like emoing in the corner, I was like being a little monster and just like to Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh, and so was, you like, were the first fangirl. Oh my god. I was, oh my god, like Lady Gaga is like the best. Na little monster ako I couldn't really uh delve into like the whole fandom thing ng little monsters because my mom says it's satanic you know imong ganon kasi uh, yung pagbata pa ako diba? Uh-uh. Diba ganon yung sa kanya dati? so like um she had a concert here I didn't really push for it because normally I would push for like a concert of, you know I love concerts I go to them all the time but ng I didn't get to go. Cause like my mom, my mom is like, lang hindi ka Lady Gaga, hindi ka kita and I'm like, "Fine." Oh God. You know, but that was my first ever fandom, I think. And then the legit one, like the really, it has a chokehold on me, and I think just and
0: I, this no, part
2: of it, yeah, it's One Direction, like super super fun. Ako ng one Direction, and I have like. Typical fan beh- behavior, supporting everything, trying to get my parents to buy 1D-related stuff, which I never really kind of had. Kasi uh, we'll talk about it, Pero the merch is kind of scarce. They're there, but then sobrang mahal and, like, medyo kulang, you know. And then, I behave hysterically kapag may music video silang lalabas. I'll be jumping, I'll be screaming, and nakakahiya, like, looking back. And then, but the core memory I had with one is when I went, of course, to their concert. It was, I feel like in Manila, like uh, two days sila. And then the last, the last, um, that was the last
0: concert
2: na parang, no, no, no. Before that pala, nung Thailand, yung kasampa si And then umalis na siya you <laughs> know he didn't get I'm the number it's a concert natin, for this
0: yeah yeah we were Ang the like, oh, you we were the first concert without zane yeah without we were it was so, so heartbreaking.
2: were you a zane girl yeah doing yeah you are you are you were a Zane girl <laughs> I was you yeah ah, so no, uh, si yeah how did you yeah. add to that
0: like may he, he left he left the band so, I remember, nag. Dun sa I, think, pa lang, ha? I think, like, gabi na nun. Tapos nag-statement sila sa Facebook na parang Zayn has left the band. And I was like, I refuse to process this. Bukas ko na ako pababasahin ulit. <laughs> yeah. so binasa ko. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Zayn has left the band. And I'm like, girl, what the heck? You could have just waited until Manila. You know? I know. Sobrang, you're so selfish.
1: <laughs> I think entitlement
0: na yeah. fan. Like I'm so selfish. Yeah. But then like later we'll on I could I realize na parang oh he had to leave for like mental health reasons. Like the band wasn't really good for him anymore. It took me years to accept that. But like in the heat of the have moment you? I was just like really, I felt really <laughs> I would still be angry I would still be upset now kind of because like, yeah, yeah, like so now I have upset. a better yeah I have a better understanding <laughs> yeah. of you know of Zane. but does that mean you didn't get hurt
1: you know like, <laughs> yeah like, I was
0: hurt too I was like 60% of the reason why I bought tickets was, of him, was because of like, bias, you know? yeah. like, oh him because I was a Zayn girl, are and for him not God. to show up was like an act of betrayal <laughs> on my end yeah
2: but I was like, um, I was first a hairy girl and then I was an owl girl, like for 90% of my 1D years. But like, yeah, on day one, it was very memorable for me because on day one, I was um, I had yung tickets na gold. Because we can't afford you 18k yon yung VIP. But the day two, I actually like uh, I always say this, but I actually worked for one direction because I was an usher. <laughs> Like, I, I got myself to usher in their concert on day two. And I ushered, I took, um, yung Pinsen ko, um, she knows someone na nag-usher. So, ako, and I took somebody else's name na nag-usher sa VIP area. So, I was there, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't be a fangirl, because I was working. So, they were, like, monitoring me for the whole time. They were, like, they told me that they were looking at me whenever, and I'm just, like, there
1: just staring and I couldn't really,
2: you know, fangirl. But it was... Cool. I have a question. So cool.
1: Yeah. I have a question. Were you the fangirls that were like, ah, kapag nag-concert sila dito, they'll see me and then they'll fall in love of with me. I
0: <laughs> yeah, I was that delusion. I think, I think in grandeur delusions ko really started with One Direction. Yeah. so when it's my yeah. turn. Yeah,
2: kasi diba parang, um, wala. Until now naman delusional ako eh. Kaya parang, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it then. Pero big part of my One Direction phase is just being so fucking obsessed and so delusional. Now up until uh actually first year of med, in love na in love pa din ako kay Harry. They're bro- They're broken up now. Whatever, and then solo na sila. Pero I still had that that chip in my mind na parang what if he loved me back? What if we became together? And I'm like, no, you're not old enough, China, But yeah, because it was so yeah. It, it, they have like. Hairstyles has me by the throat, talaga. And then, anyway, so moving on from One Direction, I think I could, like, talk on and on about the embarrassing stuff that I did. And maybe we can still. But, like, okay, so I had a five-sauce face. And I feel like just then, you had a face. But it's only just a face. Yeah, it was a face. It was introduced. It was a face. And then, of course, the 1975 jang kami nagbond ni Joss and yung friends how we got close that's oh how, my God, what, yung, how we yung,
0: got close yeah. album ng the 1975 that, that was like that highlighted like my first year of college <laughs> yeah I remembered kasi I talked to you for the first time because we were like singing
2: pressure when you were papa papa sa classroom because I think that oh, was yeah! your, one of your fave songs I remember that because like, 1975 <laughs> yeah and then we just bonded over it. And then I, I remember, well, it was Eco na lagi kong kasama. We would, like, skip classes. And I'm sorry if anyone who, you know, a guardian hears this. But I would skip class just to go to the concert at SM North EDSA. And also, I entered a contest for their first ever, um, what do they call this? Concert in Moa Arena. And I won. Um, ano yung, diba, VIP? And then, ano yung nasa... Sides again, it's P, starts with P platinum. Platinum, I want platinum tickets, but then yung binig, yeah, I want platinum tickets, so that was like the core memory of that. And in general, uh, with fanfic and with fandoms, fanfiction was my life. Tumblr, Wattpad, I didn't start with fanfiction.com, I didn't start with AO3. I started with Tumblr and then Wattpad, and then oh my sobrang nakakahiya na Same. yung binabasa ko sobrang nakakahiya i can't even like talk about it kasi i mean wait mo yan, you so
1: know. wait i i haven't experienced whatpad honestly so okay. totoo ba yung nakidnap ka or ibebenta ka oh, ng pella oh ng parent totoo yun mo? totoo yun legit yun. Oh, like, my goodness. Yung,
0: yung yung parent mo drug addict tapos to, for her to earn money bent as a One Direction. direction. Tapos, you're gonna be their slave. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, oh the God. cringe. That was the cringe but side of one. But then you read it? Did
2: you read it? You <laughs> like, I, actually I read, read it every night. <laughs>
0: I, I read quality <laughs> ones. But, like, looking back, they're, like, Good kind of you. shameful still. Because, you know, it's mm-hmm. One Direction fanfic pa rin. So, yeah. it, it, there's yeah. still some more kind of... like
1: alternate universe <laughs> na...
2: Uh yeah. oh, I Oh, my AU, yeah, yeah, mga, mga <laughs> AU. yeah. My
0: yeah.
2: Very personally, nice. to be honest, I'm not really into the AU type because I want to be as real as possible. Sabi mo sao the i every time na <laughs> AU in a parang shot or whatever, I'm, it doesn't really like, you know, it's an at, it's an itch I need to scratch. And then alam niyo tiba, mga one shots. That was my life back then. Imao One Direction one shots.
1: Oh, my God. Na there are Oh,
2: my God. Were you the type to read the, the, the shipping?
1: But the yeah. one the shipping is
0: you. Like, yung insert you. Y-N. Oh, yeah, Y-N. Y-N. <laughs> but I call it
2: Y slash N. I know, but like, up until uh, this day, every time I see <laughs> that, yung Y slash N or Y-N, your name, I read it as Shine I read it as, <laughs> as my name, talaga. Digit. Like, up until this day, because I haven't stopped, you know, reading fanfiction, but now I'm more, more on Marvel fanfiction. Oh, and wow. And BTS. Oh. I know. <laughs> BTS? <laughs> so, no, yeah, I, I actually love BTS. Like, right now, I just started. Yeah, oh you god, know, surprise. I <laughs> yeah, I like them.
0: Oh my god, yeah, China I, I just came out as a BTS fan. I don't know what to feel. Yeah. Oh, but like, I still have a
2: long, sure, I have a long way to go, but I'm still like, I'm okay right now with just like my fiction and the, the music and the oh, shows That yeah, I love that. So, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> so ayun. Oh, also wait, sorry. I just look at my notes. I got George drumstick, sa um 1975 concert. Like he threw it, and then I caught it. Still, oh, you still have it. But it's in the my unit. yeah yeah yeah. But it's in my unit. It's not in here in my house. It's in my unit. I would sleep
1: with that. I would be
2: like. <laughs> I know, but like I kind of got over my 1975 face, so it's just there, like a replica. Not not replica, but like. A relic, but nice, yeah, nice. I, yeah. I mean two, I feel like okay, so I'm done. But I want to know about Alex, like just to have a break huh? from the one direction, because I know just yeah I'll, gonna go I'll one continue. direction again. Yeah, yeah. she'll continue. Oh, I'm, Alex. I'm different.
1: I'm a little different, and it's a little weird, but I was in the furry fandom. I was like into in like <laughs> M. M M M, M. How. I still am. I also I'm also like yung mga anime cartoons. I've always been that kind of homestock. I was into My Little Pony fandom for a very, very long time. I was like obsessed. Like yung yung oh like I was like I had a big following. I did commissions. I did commissions that was like this was like my peak era. Like you know how like Meron na there were kids who would who would I uh, know who would read books one book a day no i was like i would draw something every day and then like i could i it was to the point where i could make money th- from it no. so like i would make about like two thousand pesos a month like fixed, and then like that's on top of other money that i've been making just for doing the, the, the fucking ponies and then like it was a little funny because like I had the weirdest experiences in it. Because, like, syempre, we all know, like, brony fandom. They're all, like, men. Older men. And then, like, I was, like, this 14-year-old kid. And then, like, it was all sex. It was all porn. It was all like this. One time, I was talking to, like, an older guy. And then, I was like, oh, I want, like, a dildo. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll buy you one. And then, like, we I oh, I don't know how to use this. I'm just... 14 sabi what (laughs) and then like he freaked out he was like dude i'm lucky that i was like around like good weirdos they were like dude never tell people na i always tell people your age first because like you never know tapos like ayan so i would make money in the brony fandom I, i was in like Cat fandom. I read this book until now. That's like Game of Thrones, but with cats, like the cults, and then like I, it's warrior cats. Like I won't the animal. That. Yeah, like yeah. the animal cats. Like who's oh, okay. are And then like,
2: I don't. Wanna... is a cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, like, There's like different tribes, different clans. Anyways, it was fun. That was my peak growth stage. I drew, I had a lot of money. I felt like a millionaire, honestly. I had like, I would buy video games. I would buy food. I would buy anything I want with that money. Tapos like, bands. I didn't have much fandom stuff. Like, yung nakasali talaga ako. Except for 21 pilots. So, nung nag-concert sila dito, pumila pa ako sa Trinoma ng 8am, tumi- tubakbo pa ako, bumili pa ako sa Bratpac para lang makabili ng ticket. Yung, yes. So, like, nung college naman, relatively recent na to. I'm still in all of these fandoms, by the way. Pero nung college, I got into K-pop. I, I got really into K-pop. So, like, I went to Singapore to watch... I'm sorry Black. if a Guardian watches this. i watched, I lied to my parents. I said I was going with friends, but I actually just went alone. Because this coincided with the breakup. So like, nanood ako ng Bojack episode, yung episode ni Diane, na nag-Vietnam siya. recently. Oh my
2: God, tinatoon yung
1: dalawa, no? And I was like, <laughs> I need this kind of thing So like I went to Singapore alone And then I fucking watched Blackpink And then nag iiyak ako doon. Like fucking Fucking Jenny Like like that <laughs> With my fucking light stick and everything Magat si Jenny Mukhang then, high
0: school bully ba? She has a meme Na parang nakaganong siya Yeah 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 Yeah
1: <laughs> yeah 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 Iiyak so, ako And then like Red Velvet I, I went to the concert Ng mm-hmm. Red Velvet Tapos Iiyak din ako Nang iiyak dito yun. And then, like, K-pop in general, I, I know, like, a lot of it. Right now, not much fandoms, but, like, lately I've been interested in manga and manhwa. So, like, every day I would call my girlfriend and it's like I watch, I read this new manga, or, like, I read this new manhwa, they had sex. <laughs> so it was beautiful, the witch. So, that's, like, what I'm interested in right now. Um. Yeah. So, it's a little bit different from China and Joss, but uh, I'm interested in Joss. Then, how about
0: you? So we're going back to the One Direction phase, cause that mm-hmm. was pretty much it. But before I, I, you know, I gush about these five British boys. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> that's that's how they always talk. That's how they always refer to One Direction: like five British boys.
1: Yeah. But anyway,
0: uh. I know it started because it was Tumblr. Like, Tumblr was a huge part of my formative years. And I was in it for the memes at the start. Like, the typical nine gag memes. Because eventually I discovered Harry Potter, which I now kind of regret because its author is like very transphobic and very backwards. So, Harry Potter was like a huge part of, of my fangirl beginnings like your blog. It? Yeah, I, I read the whole thing. Like it was during my first year of high school. It was the first series that I actually read and liked. So Hindi ako Percy Jackson girl. I was more of a Harry Potter Ooh. girl. And then eventually One Direction and then I, I turned my blog into a whole One Direction uh shrine. So, I'd follow Tumblr accounts for updates. I eventually created a Twitter account dedicated to them. And much of my time spent online was for fangirling. So, like 30% of it was like, you know, for school, blah, blah, blah. That was like 70% of it was just like going on Twitter, looking for updates, reading fan fiction, writing fan fiction, even. So embarrassing. Like, the reason why I got into writing was because of One Direction. Like the reason why I started did you writing write smut? stories. No, I didn't. I didn't write smut. Mm-hmm. I did not. I didn't have the heart for that. Like I would read smut. I'd read One Direction smut, Ma Zane smut. Yeah. I remember there was this there was this Zayn smut called Malik's Stripper. I can.
1: Well, you
0: a YN then? YN person ka ba? Ndeh niya niya YN. I. Hindi ako ganun ka delusional. I was not as delusional as China. I was like okay. I was like, I okay, well, I'll just, I'll just read a story. Na parang si Zayn Bida, and it was some random girl and like, I, I you know, I live vicariously through her <laughs> unrealistic experiences. Like she was like, <laughs> taking Malik stripper was like a story of a girl that she would strip for Zayn. Because eventually they fall in love. Imo know So true to life. So, it was so embarrassing, but you know. I was also kind of grateful now because of how much love I had for the band. It pushed me to discover hobbies that I eventually, you know, that eventually shaped who I am. Like, I, 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 I used to have, like, a writing phase from high school to college, but now I am kind of low-key low key about it. But, you know, if it weren't for One Direction, I wouldn't have gotten into writing. I wouldn't have, like, honed that skill. You're so, really may, may 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 sinu- may sinu- thanks. But sinu- <laughs> Nile fan fiction because my sister had an account. So, parang ano siya, may amnesia girl. But prior to <laughs> prior to the accident, she was in a relationship with Nile. <laughs> and then the story just goes like Nile tries to make her fall in love with him. But 51st dates, but like with a yeah. twist, I guess. Oh yeah the twist was on direct link it link Is it no. still on what is it still oh Wattai? my god i don't know oh my god what was your username if you don't like me <laughs> i don't remember the username but the title of the mm-hmm. fanfic was do you remember <laughs> oh god it's so wrong. gosh but at the same time like i was very active on twitter a tweet a lot. Tapos like I, I tried my luck like nine years ago. Cause to to gain a follow from one of the members, you'd have to spam them. Shine is familiar with this. Like isespam spam mo sila. You tweet them like. Sunud sunod. Then, you know some random day it was April birth birthday na So I was like, hey Nile, follow me. Ganyan because he was he was online. Cause he was following people. this finalo niya ako. As my sister got so angry at me because she was a Nile girl. Nagala was like for a week. Di niya ako nausap. Wow, that was
2: serious.
0: Yeah, it was serious. It. Yeah. <laughs> but like at the same time, I could put one out of five in my bio. So bragging rights yon.
1: That was but, a huge thing.
0: Yeah, that, that was a huge thing. So, uh, so,
1: so they did that one out of five, two out yeah, of five. Yeah, one, one out of five,
0: two out of five. So parang sobrang sikat ka sa, sa stan Twitter if he had five out of five or like three out of five, cause like big deal yon. Ayun, mm-hmm. Eventually, like I had the five seconds of summer face, cause opening act ng one direction when they were in Australia by Tapos okay. I got a I got a two out of four. So sa five Ooh. sauce. So si kalum, si kalum hood yung fave ko mm-hmm. And see si Michael, I think.
2: Yung <gasps> yung Michael was my life. <laughs> hey,
0: Honestly, God, look life. him up. Look him up now. He looks like a rat. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. He's a cute rat, though. Yeah, but like, yon. <laughs> so it, it was a brief phase, yung, yung five sauce. Thus, ayon, yun nga. Like, I think the biggest highlight was how I got into writing because of One Direction. And I reached the level of delusion that China had. I remember in high school ako. I wrote a letter to Zane. So. I had this I had this, uh, no, I had this, dream of like going to the UK for college and then eventually crossing paths with Zane. So I wrote hey I'm a, nine, I'm, a, I'm a 17-year-old psychology major in the UK. I'd like for us to get to know each other better. That, like, that's so embarrassing. Like I wrote that letter thinking that I would go to the UK. But uh, upon checking like, you know, the process of like studying abroad, for college and you know how much it would cost etc cetera, etc cetera. i was just like nah i have to let this go so, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Zane's worth it the right? like
1: <laughs> right? if you actually met, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> would
0: would <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it might have it might have paid off but yon. so I, I decided to give up on that dream tapos no college na it was like it was like something that was manageable na it wasn't something that took over my life so much like I would listen it's to One true. Direction casually, tapas, I, I I became friends with China. Like One Direction was the reason why China and I got close. Because eventually it 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 expanded to other bands. Like she was mentioning earlier, like the 1975 was another reason why we got close. So by the time I was in college na, so I had to be mature about things. So I decided to like focus on the pagiging Bandom fangirl girl ko, so it was like Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with sirens mm-hmm. Mayday Parade. Quite cool thing, para You're you know? not like it's other like, girls. Yeah, I'm not like other girls. Like, it's so a pick me behavior. But I, I, I became a casual listener of of these bands. It wasn't something that really, you know, consumed so much of my time. It wasn't and it the same. Yeah, and I wasn't like constantly following them or spamming them or reading or writing fan fiction about them. It was more of like, I like the music that they make. I like them. I like watching their interviews, but it wasn't as overwhelming as it used to be when I was in high school. Cause you know, I had more responsibilities come college and I felt like, you know, like one direction was a face that I had to give up on. And I think Zayn betraying us concert the Philippines was like a huge factor as to why I decided to like just give up on it because like he gave up on us. So you know, <laughs> might as well give up on him too. He left us. That was a tragic and, day. Yeah, he abandoned us. That was like Facebook statement lang. Facebook statement lang to us and he
2: wants to take a break, and then after that he releases an album.
0: Yeah, he releases so long. Tell album. me a lie, Zayn.
2: Tell me a lie.
0: Yeah, on, on, on the same year, he releases an album Tapas puro judgment like <laughs> yeah, Jege-typings. Okay. Oo, Jege-typings. Ano yung title ng album? <laughs> oh my yun. god, yung pag... Yung pillow talk? Yeah, but, talk. It... Yeah. but si that's such I. a bop though. Yeah, honestly. But I, I, stopped, I stopped listening to One Direction mga like college now because I was getting into bands, mm-hmm. I was getting to more obscure music. I was <laughs> 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 Trying to be quirky. No, ganun. And I think I got into, like, more female artists. I think in no high school, pa lang. I got into female artists like si Marina, uh, Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, how can I forget? This? Yeah, but Lana Del Rey. We got Sorry, close because that too. Yeah. yeah. And then now, like, fast forward to now, uh, paging fan girl is mostly on music. I like music a lot. Like, it keeps me sane. And you, you'd often see me wearing earphones because of how, like, music really helps me calm down. And now, i sad girl sad girl, fangirl ako. Like, Phoebe Bridgers, Mitski. Typical sad girl music. So, ayun, um, <laughs> that's that's yung update of my fangirl ko now. Because I don't have the energy to, like, constantly follow or look after update accounts. I, I used to religiously follow update accounts but now it's like I don't have the energy for this anymore. If they release new music, if they release something new I'll consume it but I'm not gonna go as far as stalking them online. Ganyan. At most, siguro yung, yung enthusiasm ko for astrology just gets in the way of that. like kanyari, si Phoebe Bridgers hahanapin ko natal chart niya. Tas, I'm, I'm just gonna like try to Interpret her personality based off of that. I'm just like, oh, she's literally me. <laughs> Not, nothing too uh, exaggerated. So that's how that's the that's my fangirl history. It's really interesting how, kahit na same time same kami ni China ng experiences. We we consumed One Direction differently, and Alex's story was just like a whole different world. Yeah, of like that's furries true. and k-pop, ganyan. So I think it would be nice for us to compare what we've observed based off of these fandoms. Because I think in better understanding fangirl behavior, it's important for us to compare how it is in the West and how it is in Asia, which I think uh, I could start off with. Um uh, so angapan ko when I was very active, so one D fandom was when they were in Australia, I think yun yung pinaka sa akin. This was almost, this was t- 10 years ago. Exactly a decade ago. It was 2022 na. It was 2012. Yun yung wow. parang golden age ng One Direction. Uh-huh. And there were rumors about groupies. So, apparently, uh, it's a thing in the West or like in more liberal countries na parang there were fangirls that were willing to sleep with their idols so parang as Asians, it's like very controversial. Wow, you're sleeping with this celebrity. Ganyan. Parang, it was it was an open secret. They never really addressed it. But if you're really active because it's a fandom, you would see updates about it. So it was kind of really crazy. So I was I was just like taken aback. I was like very young at the time and I was like, wow, they, they actually do that. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it, it was a those. thing. I think most popular yung group is the so five seconds of summer. So, magkasama ang One Direction and Five Sauce. So, yung concept ng groupies was common for both of them. But I think it was Five Sauce that had more groupies than one D mismo. And, you know, as a, as a, dream. As a little Asian child, <laughs> parang ang controversial niya pakinggan. And at the same time, it's like, oh, that should be me. <laughs> yeah. Yung ganon. Tapos, another thing that I observed in participating in the fandom it was it started the fandom ng one d mga keyboard smash yung, you know how we would react sometimes yung mga ganyan like to express you know surprise or like disappointment or like emotions that you could not articulate with actual words ganon so there were like little trends in the online fandom that just made sense i felt like the more you would engage in these types of behaviors you belonged in the community more so keyboard smashes were a really a diff, were really a huge part talaga of you know the fangirl experience online tapos uh cuz cuz yung keyboard smash it was mainly because you couldn't contain your emotions <laughs> so every time na kunyari, mag release ng Strap, si Zayn, may mag tweet no? tapos, nag-keyboard smash lang siya ganyan so, it was interesting how I picked up on that behavior until now. Ko siya. So, if I see a meme that's really, sa ko, or like I see something that I don't really react to nicely, I just keyboard smash my way. So, there are things you don't really outgrow.
1: There's something interesting then with Stan culture. Because yeah. I've experienced that then. Because it feels like its own language, it feels like its own subculture. If you don't understand, What's go- what the talk what what? yung keyboard smash what it means hindi ka mag-fit in
0: yeah so if you do a keyboard smash Japan. differently people yeah. will notice kasi ang, yeah. ang ang proper keyboard smash is the second row of your keyboard lang so if mm-hmm. you do it with like other rows of your keyboard people would notice na parang oh hindi, hindi ka hindi ka part ng stand twitter talaga yeah, so, yeah. It's, yeah. So, so, it's so, again, it's so weird it. yeah but yeah. it's also and my language pa Yung, like, yung, um, wig.
1: Yung mga ganun. Like,
0: yung oh, mga... yeah, yeah. That, that developed ng parang mga 2014 ata, 2015. I think it was popular among, like, black fangirls. Parang yung mga mm-hmm. wig, tea, period. Yeah, Mga yeah. ganun. It's a whole new thing na nowadays, di ba? Yeah. It's a whole yeah. new lingo. So, another thing that na napansin ko, as a fangirl, uh, as, a, as an Asian fangirl who worshipped western idols. It was much harder than to get merch. So that that was a struggle. So I related to what China said earlier na parang I did not have a lot of merch growing up then. There there were these rich fangirls na parang may kita mo sa sa TV na sobrang laki ng collection nila mainly because they had relatives in the states, ganyan. ganyan. But for us working class members we didn't have that kind of privilege. So, hanggang ano lang kami, mga fan party, mga album launch, ganun yung, ganun kami makakuha ng, ng mga merch. And sometimes I'd have like, relatives from the States who would actually reach out to me and be like, hey, I know you're a One Direction fan. And do you want me to buy stuff for you? So that, I think this is how I got this one, this shirt. Because a relative of mine sent it over. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Tapos, another thing about, being a fangirl of Western people is that you get less freebies. Kung titingnan mo yung mga K-pop fans ngayon, sobrang spoiled kayo. Like, I see the, I see the albums that my sister buys. May mga photo cards. So sobrang amb- ang ambitious ng mga albums. So, what is considered as a normal album in K-pop is actually like a platinum or special edition na ng West. Which is so... Weird, that's true. Yeah.
1: Like some K pop albums, meron isa from G Dragon, it was a USB instead of of a CD. And then, like, yung mga, sometimes there's like stands, and then I agree, but like, I buy the albums for the freebies. I would buy the photo cards, um, I don't care about the CD. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so it's it's pretty crazy how different the laga. Yung culture yeah. ng West sa East, but to elaborate more on it, I think China has more ideas on how Western bands or artists have shaped the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I I was a slave to Western artists, and I mean, Sigur, like just now then, nah, I get to appreciate you know um artists from the East, and I I, I don't know. Uh, I consider them, you know, Asian artists like uh, Joji, Nikki, Kenshi, um, those, th- those um, artists from 88 Rising and other Asian artists. But now that's recently now. But like for most of my life, it's all only like Western artists. And what I noticed, and this is mostly because of One Direction also, in 1975, um, and I, I asked my brother this also. And we talked about this, but there's no, there's not much artist to fan interaction when it comes to Western artists, and the most interaction that you can get, that is when they mention the fans during award shows, during concerts, and the main and only way of getting noticed is through Twitter, as far as I know. Because now that I'm, you know, delving into um, and liking K-pop, like I downloaded V Live, uh, sorry V Live and V And I made like accounts for them and that's where you actually, you know, they interact. And there's a lot more platform where um, people and fans interact with the artists um, compared to, you know, One Direction. You know, like just had a follow. And then after that, there's not much interaction, right? Like the the follow is like the peak of it all. Um, Also, like what just said, the groupies. Oh my God, that was such a big thing. And I was jealous because I was delusional. But we already knew that. Um, and then the beards. Very, very um, prominent. Diba? Like, my beards, especially yung kay, um, Eleanor and kay Louis. If you guys can diba, backtrack yeah. to that. Diba? Like, relationship for publicity was super popular. And it was super toxic as well. Because if it's not, you know, for publicity, and especially, diba? if it's not, like, if the girl is not a beard, And then there are death threats, you know, it can get kind of toxic. That's, that's what, you know, the baseline of it is. Um, Also, I think this is still prominent now. um, Young shipping band members, like shipping band members, they're very prominent now. I'm not sure if in the Asian artists, it's also, it can get also kind of toxic. I'm not sure about that, but it really got toxic in, you know, in one direction to be like, to be specific. Like, for example, yung uh, Larry Stance. ba? Like, it's so... It, it became such a, a hot topic. And I don't even know where to begin with that. But that's it. You know? Like, it, get, it got toxic. That's it. And then, concert. Yung mga pakulo. And I, I feel like this is, like, a similarity then with Asian um, artists and Asian fans. Yung mga... Uh, yung gagawin sa concerts na parang tribute... The artists like you guys do that then. But in one direction, we also do that. Like, concerts, like what we do, like, what do you call this, like the flyers where we love you, whatever. And then other stuff that I find found interesting in what Western, uh, you know, um, standing Western artists is there is an appear, superior stance. That's what I that's what I thought. superior stance those people who have a lot of merch who can afford a lot of merch those people who started or are a part of official official twitter pages you know and then i remember going to a fan meet one time um at the yung ano yeah fan meet one time and then yung mga parang uh, popular popular fan girls they are enclosed in this coffee shop and you know it's very exclusive. It's very exclusive. And, you know, you got to see the superior stance. And that's what I felt that day. I'm not sure if Megan and then in Asian countries and Asian uh, artists. And the you know, fan meets, like just said. And one thing then, I feel like one thing to note, um, it's very different per genre, quote unquote. Because like for One Direction fan meets, you have your, para mga, it's very, what do you call this? It's like very teen. Very teen na mga giveaways, games, and then I also got to go to a fan meet long nineteen seventy five, which is in a bar, and like you can uh, once you purchase like a ticket, you can have a free alcoholic drink. it's very different. Um, what else? That's it. That's it. I feel like I can't like really go into in depth discussion on like the beards and the shipping and whatever because it's a whole other thing. Sobrang dami. Yeah. And then, lastly, for our
0: (laughs)
1: Okay, okay. So, sobrang limited lang ng Western content ko. Pero like, since must fandom-based ako naman, it's more content-based cause it's fictional, right? So it's more on discourse, Tumblr discourse. So ito yung mga SJW everything. That's what I experienced. Like, um people would analyze and make videos. People would, like, un- dissect dissect episodes. Uh, that's where I learned how to speak as cringy it is. Pero, like, I speak in this, like, weird as way na parang I'm always trying to describe something. That's where I got it from furries talking about movies. So mga ganun. But like, this, that, that, there's not really much to talk about but I, I'm a lot more interested actually to, in contrasting fandoms of the West as compared to fandoms, Asian fandoms because it's really different because a lot of like what Joss and China said I had no idea. <laughs> like, I didn't know groupies were a thing. So, like, okay. So, like, context again, I was, I'm in the K-pop fandom. I have been in four years now. And then, like, I had, I made a Stan Twitter. Uh, I never looked back. <laughs> and then, like, uh, so, stand Twitter, uh, the bit of similarities whereas the language, um, yung mga period, or yung mga north. we all know that now. Pero, like, uh, I'd, like, to, like, highlight yung Asian culture talaga. Because us, I'm gonna assume na most of the listeners are Filipino culture or, like, Asians, right? So, when it comes kasi to Asian fandoms, there's this distinct contrast when it co- as compared to Western fandoms. Kasi, uh, how do I explain? There's a lot, like, sige, i-dissect natin lahat ng sinabi ni China, ni So, when it comes to merch, right? It's actually a lot easier to get merch here ng, ng K-pop albums. Like, it's cheaper, actually, because let's say an album here is like 800. An album, if you buy it from the West, it's like $50. That's 2,000 pesos. So there's also a bigger chance that the the concerts here, um the time zones are actually a lot more convenient. than So it's a bit easier. And then it's a lot easier to find, especially now, to find... Fans then that are interested in K-pop, and then like uh the difference then is that China said na walang dung fan interactions. In when it comes to K-pop, naman, there's this focus on fan service, especially in K-pop and in J-pop then, uh, there's a lot of. China mentioned Vverse or V Live, magla live yung idol or like they're gonna chat with you, they're gonna talk about their day, and then magmumukbang sila sa harap mo. Uh this makes the fandoms a bit less content focused. There's less fan fanfic still exists, but like since may halos araw-araw na when it comes to the K-pop scene. Um, a lot of people are a lot more focused on your idol. So, like my pictures of them, or like young concerts or young shows, and then uh, China mentioned young shipping. Uh, because when it comes to K-pop fandom, there's this term called skinship or Asian fandoms in general with idols skinship, where in members would like uh act touchy with each other or they would act in a way that could be seen as flirtatious, and, which is normal for them as a means of fan service. Some idol groups have actually confessed to this, because if they do fan service, more fans, mas will be So that's interesting, right? Because that's different. Pero it gets toxic. Uh, Fan sites, uh China mentioned na meron yung mga superior fans. I don't know if this really applies, pero cause fan sites are people. If you go to a K-pop concert, right, You go, they follow these idols. They follow these idols, whichever country they go to. So SM Entertainment, for example. So that's EXO, uh, Red Velvet, Super Junior. They there's this special tickets package for fan sites wherein, because when they go on tour. So let's say they go to Bangkok, they go to file they go to Taiwan, they go to Singapore, um, if you buy the fan site ticket. You get access passes to all those concerts. That they have these big ass cameras. That was the picture, nila, um, close up, and then they provide um high-quality images. So if you've seen stuff, yung mga high-quality images on concerts, of idols, or yung mga videos, union. Yun. And then most of the time, these idols know who these fan sites are because they also give them gifts. They give them kasi yung fan sites I don't know why, I don't know how minsan may Mayaman daw yung yung fan site mismo sometimes they have their own little charity sometimes they sell merch pero i've met i've seen some of them and then i'm like wow they they're selling merch tapos its pictures they've taken so like they give them phones they give them they give them ps5s or they give them designer stuff which is like ironic de right? when it comes to your idols you have to assume that namas may than the fan because you know the idols but they still give gifts they still get it. was the idol would most commonly use it because it's uh when it comes to Asian culture it's because it's the sign of respect. So if Sheppe it would look bad right? if you don't use the gifts that the fans give you. Um Asian fandoms I, I really love this about K pop in specific. When it comes to K-pop, there's this charity-based events. Where in Conareditos of sa Philippines, there's a lot. Um, pre-planting under uh under a certain idol. So tree planting for Kim Jisoo or like um feeding health care workers for Big Bang. That's a really common thing. Or like uh uh, helping the pound of dog for dogs through K-pop, super cute, as in super cute, and then that's something I really like. I think that's that comes for a chance, cause when in the mind of the fans, it makes the it makes the idol look good. And then, it's not for the fans' benefit in a way. It's for a charity. And then, it's not for their names because it's for the name of their idols. Kahit taga-ibang bansa yung idol, it doesn't matter. Kasi in their minds, they're doing a good thing under the name of the idol they have. That's how much love these people have. for. then I join those. Because uh, it's a good cause, ba? Right? It's nice. It's, it's soft, honestly. I love it. Yeah, it's super wholesome. Um, it's super wholesome because there's this joke Twitter that in na parang uh K-pop fandoms will save the world, <laughs> like with the charity events they be holding. Um, there's lots of events then, like meetups, especially pre-pandemic um cop sleeve events. There's still cop sleeve events here, right now pinapa grab you, or like they give you gifts, maraming freebies, and then they um these are just fans are huh? fans giving to fans and then they said tea. you just have to send an amount of money and then the extra money is sent to charity um pero these are like uh moving on to those the wholesome or the differences there's also like something i observed the, the different things in k-pop fandoms that are a bit negative so i don't know how huh? when it comes to as compared to Western fandoms, um Asian fandoms have this mirroring of our own culture wherein these idols are um, are criticized, they're under this like uh, critical eye. Wherein konari groupies if uh, if an idol were in a relationship, um there's this funny thing. Um it's called every new year dispatch this, this um website for k-pop releases this surprise couple without their consent. There's a lot of politics into it now. They pay the company, tapos the company doesn't have enough money to pay for to cover up for the scandal. Pero they release relationships without the consent of the couple. So like and then fandoms would go wild both in Korea, both in every other country, like I understand my idol. That's the the their own kind of delusional because like um, there's this belief now, especially for male idols and actually female idols Then, now if your idol is in a relationship, um, they wouldn't be in a relationship with you anymore. Nagagalit sila, they unstand, they leave, they they send curses. It's a little bit more obsessive. Like in older K-pop fandoms, there was this one issue na binigyan siya ng drink, binigyan yung member ng drink tapos ininom ng member tapos yun pala it was uh, bleach or something poisonous and then he had to get rushed in the ER sa XO um someone sent a letter made out of period blood like i love you ano it's it's a little bit more obsessive i guess meron din ganun in ano, pero it's a bit more evident in asian oh fandoms wait sa mga sasing? Uh, sasing yung tawag. So oh. these, these seasons would be obsessive in a way na uh, the bodyguards of the K-pop idol would like recognize them na, they'd know who, tapos, especially in Korea daw, from what I've heard, it would be so obsessive na they're regarded as a threat. So bawal sila sa mga meetups, bawal sila sa mga ano, Because they know them by face. That's how they're obsessed. But that also exists in the internet space. So, like, you'd know if someone's delusional. And then people usually make fun of them. But, like, it's not like the funny kind of delusional like China. But, like, they would be like, oh, I, I, um... I I don't I can't think of any example right now. But like it's it's scary and it almost that this, this thing kasi, that's very Asian that there's this unconditional positive regard for your idol right? they could do no wrong. Uh I don't know kasi, because it's much because there's a lot of discourse when it comes to the K-pop fandom then. Because let's say uh, a fandom, could they talk about online uh, distributions, uh, screen time when it comes to yung mga music videos. Uh, my my bias got less screen time than this one. There's mistreatment. Tapos, makakakita nyo lagi sa Twitter, trending yung name ng a certain idol. And then, if you click it, you'd learn uh, it's just because nag pan la away yung camera for away from the idol there's a it's a lot more critical um it's a lot more sensitive i don't, I don't understand i don't know if kasi wala nang or if, if it's something from the culture itself it's a lot different it's a lot more different than western fandoms in a way there's still the obsessions and then when it comes to like I said there's unconditional positive regard, right? So, like, they could do, like, a, a little thing. Like, they would um eat something and then, like, the whole timeline would be, like, gushing about them eating something. That's why advertising, when it comes to K-pop, really works. So, I think that's all I can think about right now when it comes to Asian fandoms. Uh, does anyone have any questions <laughs> or...
2: Chinaic i have a, a question yeah i have a question because i uh, remember when we were talking uh we were eating some cube <laughs> and then i told yeah. you like because i was expressing that i just recently got into uh k-pop so like bts mm. and twice those are the two bts and twice um because they're like the most popular right now i think so i got into them and i was telling you that um what i love about them is that you know they're very uh their interaction with the fans and with the uh interviews on bps they actually like address the armies and all of those and you you can feel the love and i feel like as sad as it is that was what i was longing for in mm-hmm. one direction that and how you know they just um they just like overall of positive vibe I and mean, I'm not saying One Direction isn't a positive vibe but like there's a connection there that I feel and then you said that yeah it's part of what they do so like because um, there's like a negative connotation when it comes to fan service eh? like what yung lang. Like when you say fan service like you're saying that they don't really want to do it they do it because you know, that's oh. what the fans would have wanted but like I don't know is fan service like a negative thing or is it a positive thing
1: Sure, not fans, Um, because When it comes to Asian culture, even to us, there's this big know, for respect, right? mm-hmm. When it comes to respect. So, I'm sure there's a lot, there's a lot more people who can talk about who really study the culture. Pero like, when it comes to respect, sure, you if you, especially in BTS specifically, right, they always thank their fans because they know, they came from a very unknown company. Tapos, yeah. so, they know that they wouldn't be where they are now without the fans. So like, they have a lot of respect and then love for their fans. When it comes to fan service, that's not really negative. uh necessarily a negative connotation. Pero shampoo, naman, there's that can also come. uh too much is always bad. Yung ganun like it's all in. Because let's say na. Fan service, let's say na... I mentioned kanina yung shipping, right? Or yung skinship. So you uh, alluded to Larry, the ship, earlier. Mm-hmm. How it got bad. There's like that then in K-pop. People mm-hmm. would get obsessive over fan fanships. Tapos, if an idol gets into a relationship, they'd get mad. Yung mga ganun, to the point where sometimes people misunderstand an idol's fan service when it comes to k-pop as them as your idols owing something to you so it's not necessarily a bad thing the fan service itself or rather uh if i were to reword it it would be more fan interactions because there's this um importance given to um, to your fans because that's that's the source of your success right? so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I could like talk all day on how you could like connect this to Asian culture how you it's more it's more collectivistic as compared to individualistic that's all interesting yeah. things to say but this is all just speculation because I can't say in yeah. Like I didn't spend four years studying
0: yeah. this
2: it's something so, personal that we've noticed yeah
0: yeah. And I just want to add then because like I don't have as much experience with you know being part of an Asian fandom like ito lang yung observation ko. like with the whole K-pop scene like it's my sister who's more into it than I am and, and yeah, I'm just a casual listener of K-pop I don't really follow these people like siguro you follow ko lang on Instagram it's twice pati Red Velvet but that's just about it and nice. I don't really religiously seek updates. Sa kanila, it's just like, oh, if they release a new thing, it's like, oh, okay, wow, that's cool. I'll check it in a few days. So, ang kineng ko lang with uh, Asian fandoms is that K-pop fans are just really spoiled. I mean, like, the whole concept of fan service, like one, alam mo, One Direction mo pa sila or like hihirit ka pa, <laughs> so they could get something like that. And, like, watching, you know, these idols promote uh, their albums in very intimate ways. Like, they would really reach out to their fans and talk to them. It's a whole different thing. Parang, wow, I wish I experienced something like that. But I've reached an age where, you know, I, I don't want to participate in it as much as I used to. So, it's like, wow, it's there. And like, good for them. Good for these fans. Another thing that I observed then with Asian fandoms is here in the Philippines, yuma yung yung sikat na love team, yung jadeen, katmiel, like their fans can be very entitled. Like they can be very entitled. That's that's pretty much all I can say. Like if you speak ill or if you say that you don't like one of their love team people, they're just gonna go really wild on you. I remember. Tweeting that si Daniel Padilla, and there were fans who were just who just were like rabid towards me. I mean, you know that, that comment was like unnecessary looking back, but at the same time, wow, these fans were like really, you know, they'd fight for their idols talaga, and it's weird then. Like, pati sa al dub, I think this was something that I observed then. Sa al dub, like when when Main got into a relationship that wasn't with, sinubayan who's the guy. Alden. Alden. Si Alden. Parang fans were just like really crazy. Parang may copy pasta about how, you know, Maine betrayed Aldob. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, just, it's really crazy. Yeah. So, ayun. Parang I, I agree with Alex. Uh, nung sinabi niya na parang it's more mellow here. because of or I feel like dahil a collective culture not na and it's not as wild like the things that happen here they're, they're crazy but they're not as crazy as the things going on in the west and i think because i don't participate in it as much as i used to i don't have much knowledge so hearing from you guys talk about these kinds of things was like really surprising mm-hmm. na parang wow these kinds of things actually happen yeah. ko super wholesome lang. so
2: yeah, but yeah. you know what uh, like uh, okay, so you said that it's not as crazy as the West, but you know what? I feel like it um it's not as crazy for us because we're not in it. But like from because yeah. off- I'm not on Twitter anymore. Eh. Pero diba like the whole uh let's say K pop lang, in general. It's and like, daming uh like things, con uh concerts, not not necessarily issue, pero diba, ba and So like Looking back on our, during our times, na parang super super alive ng Twitter, which it still is. I'm just not part of it anymore, hindi ko na alam. But like, tiba di so ganun din tayo every day. trend on One Direction, on like an issue about them, on something that happened on One Direction, and I feel like because we're not part of it, we can't say na. Pero yeah, I feel like it's still big. It's super I big. Know. I
1: feel like this one's funny. Cause yes. My every day my issue. But an observation I've had is the difference between the West and the East uh, and Asians. Is that when it comes when it comes to the issues, kasi, it's it's reacted too differently. Um, let's say uh Ariana Grande did drugs. Like people will be like, okay. <laughs> or like Kim Kardashian did plastic surgery, like whatever it. Like, yes, it would be like ganyan. If, if that happened in a K-pop fandom, um there was this one issue wherein uh weed yung isang member ng K-pop group. And then uh, it was so bad with his fans that he tried to commit suicide. Like, and then, or like, um there was this one idol that had to take antidepressants, I think. And then, like, they had to, ha- to ship it from the States, right, from the States to Korea because it wasn't available in that country. And then when they learned that she was taking those drugs, she was automatically labeled as a drug addict. She was automatically labeled as, I know, to the point where she got kicked out of her group just because she had a mental illness. There's also the problem, I'm sure you're all familiar with the plastic surgery in Korea. So, um, even though we know that plastic surgery is a big thing in Korea to the point where it's normalized, if you say that your idol did plastic surgery, ang daming magagalit, or someone would a fan would be like, I don't stand my idol anymore. It's, it's, it's in a way, the issues still happen, but it's reacted to in an inflated way, not in a way na aawa para to these idols, cause these idols aren't getting paid much. In I yes, they get paid a lot, but like they get they don't get they don't get a life. Cause uh, in K-pop, right? I'm sure you have guys heard of the stories that they train they train on the certain company for years, right? And then you either debut or you don't. Mm. So if you debut good for you. Tapos, if you debut, you don't even know if you get, there's a lot of like, terms for it. There's the first win, there's another, they, uh, and then for the first few years of their contract, they can't date anyone. Twice could only date people recently, the a few years back. Tapos, whenever my scandal na lumalabas that they're dating someone, all the fans still get mad. There's a lot like what like it like I mentioned, Kanina, there's this critical eye when it comes to these idols. Now mm-hmm. Western um Western actors or Western stars don't necessarily face. And I feel like that's a direct um mirror of Asian culture. Because it eh, if you think about it. We are under a critical eye under appearance, we're under a critical eye of society. Um there's always this thought when it comes to us of how, what would other people think? I'm sure we've all done that. Like, what would other people think? Because what do ni? Ano? Ganito In a way, it's kind of an inflated version of that. Whereas, if you were in a Western fandom, a Western country, if you've walked through the streets of, let's say, New York, that wouldn't that that would not necessarily a cause of, of concern kung ano-ano lang suotin mo people wouldn't mind. So that's an interesting thing that I noticed when it comes to the differences between the two phantoms.
0: Uh, so I think like now that we've talked extensively about how fandoms in the West and Asia happen and the dynamics nila, there are actually more similarities than differences. I think the differences lie in how these issues manifest you know these obsessions how these obsessions come to light so i think now it's important for us to ask the question like why do we engage in fangirl behavior like what's up with this like apart from the the typical reason of like it's a good serotonin boost like why else do we uh participate in fandoms and why and how do you think this gets extreme or how when do we start crossing the line
1: i can slide i can slide Oh, I'm excited to talk about this. I love fandoms, I love you guys. Um, okay. Because when it comes to fandoms, di ba? So, I've been reading a bit about it. There's this interesting author. Her name's Jensen. Shout out to you, Sharon. Um, the author herself became enamored by fandoms because of reading about Sherlock fanfics. So, like, when she started reading about Sherlock fanfic, she got really interested. Pero kasi, when it comes to fandoms, it's, okay. So, we can define a fandom as a place to, as a co-space for content. And then to be, to be able to perceive um, people having the same interest as you. And also, you being perceived by those people um, can lead to these kinds of discussions, create discourse, and then maybe even create um lifelong friends, lifelong enemies. Um, ako mismo, I've made a lot of friends to fandoms over the years that I would consider like lifelong. Like I would meet with them, I would talk to them about my problems, all because of shared interest, right? So when it comes to this, I'd like to define like fandoms as a co-presence, rather, um authors would define it as a co-presence. So, like, you know, perceiving others and being perceived. So, this is super in- evident in the fandom space because when it comes to the existence of the internet, right, sure, we aren't physically connected. But when it comes to it being the perfect platform to have an opportunity for open discussion, so even just on Twitter, it doesn't necessarily have to be deep discussion, huh? So, like, even just, like, um, in relation to content and then stuff. So, um. I would like to compare it uh, sa palengke. Right? When it comes to sa palengke, you can compare it in a way na you can talk to the ate. Na ate pwede bang 50 pesos na lang instead of 100? Pwede bang ganito? There's this open space for discussion. That's what a fandom is like as compared to something like in a classroom or at a Catholic mass na nakikinig ka lang, Right? So fandoms are really engaging in that way where you can voice your opinion and then it allows it to be, and then there's an opportunity for feedback for people who are just as obsessed as you. It makes it a really positive in- experience that keeps us coming back. That was paired with the internet, where it's like it's like an unlimited base of information that makes it like addicting. Almost it's it's addicting. It's and then but like, at a certain point, even if you have all this content, all this annoy you, you, there's still the possibility to get bored, right? But how is it that these fandoms never really die? Like, I'm sure the 1B fandom still exists. <laughs> like, right? So, a big reason for this is the factor of identity. Right? So, when fandoms, this is a super good example if you make it big, let's say, in a fandom, China mentions superior fans. right? So, if I mentioned kanina I was a content artist just is an influencer <laughs> so people like people with a big following and a bigger or people around you the more you interact in a fandom the bigger your following becomes the more interested in anchoring yourself into this identity within that fandom so ganon. at the same time even if you don't have a following even if you don't interact masaya din tumingin sa mga drama-drama within the fandom because it's like it's like a community Um, it's the same way as you are interested uh, with the gossip in a classroom because it's open you're all equals and then you're open to discussion so you can easily anchor your identity yourself into a fandom so it's easy to be a part of it so kahit following you're still a part of the community so it's still fun to be a part of it so to summarize my point Uh, when it comes to fandoms there's this big chance of sharing content like tweets likes um and then you get retweets shares comments for fanfics and then this builds relationships with people in your fandom with similar interests of course it creates conversations, it creates groups, it leads to a reputation, and it leads to an identity. The bigger your identity, the bigger your your investment. At least that's all I... Yes.
0: Yeah, And Alex's uh, findings uh, echo the findings of the journal that I read on this, which is Stan Twitter. And surprisingly, I found a study conducted here in the Philippines. So basically, they interviewed about 12 people who were participants of Stan Twitter. And I think most of these people were uh, fans of K-pop, if I'm not mistaken. So I think this just echoes and reinforces the ideas that Alex did share here. How, you know, what she mentioned earlier about how much of our identity... Is rooted in our experiences in the fandom, especially online. And this was uh, another finding in this particular study. Like, why do we why do we participate in online fandoms? Why do why do we create content inspired by our idols? Like, what what do we get from this? So, there were researchers who tried to explore how your online identity based off of these fandoms that you participate in affects your real life identity too, which I think is very interesting. Then, because a lot of the time, at least based on my own experiences, how people would interact online is way different from how they approach you in real life. And as you know, an influencer or content creator, like so, iba ng ugali ko. Like, yeah, I do talk about the same kinds of things IRL and online, but my approach is very, very different. And it's so interesting to see how being part of Stan Twitter brings out a whole different side of a person or an individual. And basically, this this study just interviewed a bunch of people, asked them questions as to why they participated in it, what they got from it. And it's so interesting how there were eight themes that were tackled or that were discovered based on these interviews. So first, we have self-gratification. Like they they participate in it because it feels good. You know, it's that serotonin boost that you need after a grueling day in online classes or at work, those kinds of things. That's the simplest way of putting it. Another theme that was found is the realization of unrealized goals. Like, I think this mirrors my own experience of how I got into writing because of One Direction. There are people who are able to do these kinds of things that they've always wanted to do but never had the courage to because of their idols like they got into fan fiction they started organizing events uh, they started drawing or like they they got into art because of their idols and I remember reading this study they were like I want I want uh, I want a fanfic About these two K-pop stars, but I don't see anything about it. So might as well just make it myself. So it's that level of dedication that's just so impressive. Na parang you know because of how much you like these people and how much you adore them, you just end up creating something yourself. So that leads me to the to to the third theme, which is self-expression. So not only do you realize goals that you've always wanted to achieve your whole life you also get to express yourself in so many different ways sobrang amazing when you go on twitter or go on instagram and then you just go through fan accounts you see mga fan edits yung mga fan cams that's a lot of effort man for like a 15 second video uh a drawing na parang ang simple niya tignan, but you know it took hours for these people to make it it's just really really good Another thing is emulation. Um, Basically, people like following their idols because of how they have these characteristics that they would want to have themselves. Like, I think even if I don't get the hype about BTS, the way that they've been very vocal about political issues lately makes people respect them even more. Because I know with all types of celebrities be it from the west or here in asia they're very much discouraged from expressing their political views because it could it could affect yung sales nila how they're perceived yung reputation nila but there are just some celebrities or idols who are just so courageous about it that you know it makes fans respect them even more and it makes them think that oh this person is worth standing because they they don't hesitate to like really speak their mind Another uh, other themes are like being a source of joint satisfaction, having a self-esteem boost, building relationships with others and feeling good about doing good. So this is just me reinforcing all the experiences that Alex shared earlier, how you know there there are these events, charity fundraisers that are organized for these idols to help people in need. So not only do you get to help others, you also get to, Establish connections with people, and I think this is very much related to how much easier it is to build connections online than it is to build connections in real life, especially these days where everybody's just so engrossed online. It's easier to be part of something than to just randomly chat with people because hey, my may starting point can hey. you have common ground, and all you gotta do is like retweet or like their posts a lot this eventually you'd go to replying tapas message kayo a new friendship begins and i think this is one of the best experiences that i have had as a fangirl i think kalahati nama mga kaibigan ko na ko pa rin, i met them online i met them through one direction stan twitter and these are people who i have not hung out with in such a long time but the friendship is strong because of how much time we would spend online so the, the power talaga of fandoms is just really really crazy but at the same time it does produce good results as long as you know your limits i do think that you really gotta not be too obsessed in order to enjoy the whole fangirl experience so that's it's pretty much it on my end
2: Okay that was very interesting the last part you said because the journal that i read um and it piqued my interest and this is uh, just one of the journals that i have uh, I come across with but i'm going to highlight it for this episode is um how like what are the predictors of entitlement or fan entitlement uh with with, with regards to fandoms because you know um in this journal they talked about wanting to have a uh, personal or like more attention being focused to you because uh, you're a fan. Like, where does that come from? What, uh, what are the predictors of it? Um, and surprisingly, uh, this journal uh focused on the furry fans, the anime fans, and the fantasy sports fans. So it's just really nice, um, just learning about it. And I think Alex, maybe you can, you know, uh, kind of have your thoughts on this. But like, yeah, um, they focus on four var- variables when it comes to um, predictors. Uh, The tested fanship, meaning um, how much or the degree of your psychological connection with your fan of interest, how much you identify with them or like how much you have that connection, the time that you invested in in them, the social awkwardness. And this is um, social awkwardness when it comes to um, out the out group, those people that you can't really talk to with regards to this topic, with regards to the fandom. And the extroversion, how much you want to interact with other fans. Those are the um, the four variables that they were talking about. And um, they discussed here that across the three fan groups, the anime and the fantasy sports fan, the um, the predictors of it are more of you know, the time invested. The all of them, but all four variables are like predictors to fan entitlement when it, com- when it comes to anime fans and fantasy sports fan. But um, the one thing that was different was that when it comes to the furry fans, they don't really have that fanship. The, uh, fanship is not like included as a predictor. And one of the possible explanation that they gave was because um, is that, uh, unexpected findings. Uh, it can it it centers more on um, centralization or the organization around a single object. So for furry fans, they do they really um don't really have a single fan object. So it's more of a uh, coalesces. It's more of the broad and
1: diverse, yeah. When it comes kasi to the furry facts, for in mm-hmm. specific, ah, different pa yung yeah. My Little Pony, different pa yung ano, there's this website right, for Affinity, stuff like that, whereas it's more on original characters and doing mm-hmm. commissions. That's why I frequently make the joke na whenever wala na akong I turn to doing furry commissions because it's more on you having an original character. Um, People call this fursona. Right? It's an interesting mm-hmm. study, actually, because it's more on identity-based, rather than being addicted to a certain fandom or a certain piece of media. Rather, you anchor yourself to this fantasy persona um, that you perceive as yourself. I have my own. <laughs> uh, people usually have their own, and then people would pay a lot of money to get drawn with it. To, And then... Uh, how much you anchor yourself to that persona depends on you. Pero that's the that's that actually when you mentioned the results, I when you were mentioning the variables, takita ko na yung, what you meant exactly. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to fantasy and sports, the fantasy sports and the anime, they're doing, they're following a certain amount of content. Whereas when yeah. it comes to furry fandom specifically, walang content. It, they're making their own content that's why when I said mm. a so Western fandom in my part it's very content based the Discord, fanfics, art, art stuff but when it comes to um, ako when it came to Asian fandoms there's not much fanfics as compared to as compared Safari sa fandom for example so that was that's an interesting point uh, it's interesting to see that it's studied yeah, so nice. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because um, when it when the results came out, I was actually because I was reading the discussion and I was like, oh yeah, because you know it's it's actually very diverse. And me not knowing anything or me not knowing anything about the furry fandom, I don't really quite understand. Because you know, um, as a as a fan, I do um have that connection or that fanship to like a certain member or a certain you know idea, but for furry fans, it's a lot. And you just, yeah, so it's different. And another thing that um, is very interesting is that the amount of time the fans spent or like the time invested um, on their interest is a very important factor when it comes to distinguishing the high-status fans and the low-status fans. So that's um, very evident, you know? Like w- what we said kanina, Um those fans that can have a lot of merch, those fans that are, um, if maglagay ng concert VIP kaget because they can afford it, Th- those type of stuff. And I feel like, and I'm not saying that those manas of VIP are like more entitled. It's just very interesting that it, um, it was seen as an important variable that is used to distinguish, usually distinguish the fans to so more invested, high-status fans. Um, and then um, this one for social awkwardness and extroversion. Um, in here, the paper acknowledged that it might be contradictory, right? Social awkwardness and then extroversion. And um, social awkwardness actually um, appeared uh, when it comes to the. It showed that social awkwardness around non fans or out group members. So let's say, mga hindi, oh, hindi ka relate ba? So if, let, uh, if I'm not really that known for red velvet, then you can't really talk to me about that i'm interested to listen but like you know um you can't really talk to me about that it's it's that social awkwardness how much you can um how much you don't uh, relate to other people because you have this sort of uh niche that you know so well about and for extroversion it also contributed to greater fan entitlement and and that's for social interaction about other members, you know, other fans, other fans that you may know. And weirdly enough, well, not weird, but like in this paper, they said that uh, these variables, the two variables, are typically examined as an individual difference that is measured at the person level and person personal level of analysis. So they actually, um, with their future directions and future recommendations, they ask that the entitlement research is. Um, at its infancy stage so examining these two variables like awkwardness and extroversion from a personal level is uh, maybe interesting to look at from a personal or group level yeah because other thing people, that's,
0: yeah. one thing that's interesting to explore like if people were to expand research on this is to take into account like the socioeconomic status of a fan mm-hmm. one thing I noticed is that you know, just because a person can afford something more doesn't really mean that they're that big of a fan. They just want an enhanced experience, which mm-hmm. was like such a huge issue when I was like very active. So one D fandom, na parang there were people actually gatekeeping VIP tickets. They were like, oh, you have to know mm-hmm. when they were born, uh, their pets, their family members, in order for you to like get VIP tickets. You need to know all their singles during their debut album, etc., etc. Because I feel like one limit of this particular research is that, you know, it's not just about these factors stated. There are a lot of other yeah. factors you have to take into account because it really shows then yung how fans interact with one another. Because naalala ho, like with certain fans parang if you're really famous if Mike Cloudka as a fan parang people would look at you they'd observe your every move and they'd be like oh if you don't know the relatives of Zane or if you don't know when he got engaged to Perry Edwards you're, you're not you're not like you're not a 1D fan it, cuz it's crazy did eh. i I, yeah. I do want to understand that cuz like even if i've learned so much from the journals that we've all shared today It's also so interesting. It would be really interesting for us to explore why certain types of fangirl behavior exists, because they were left unanswered by our journals.
2: Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, like basing off from what just said, and it's like a personal experience, and I'm not proud of it. You know, when I was um, ushering for like the day two of One Direction, like I was doing VIP. I was, I got so like not mad, I was annoyed because like they were so calm. You know, like where's the, where's the enthusiasm? Like you're in VIP, like what are they gonna, you know, I, in my head, in my head, like what are they gonna say? They're like, you guys are so calm, you're not even like listening to the songs. You're not not even like singing along. And it's just like, you know, that, that kind of um, thinking because I was like that, well, you know, years ago. I don't even remember the the year of their concert. I'm so sorry. But like, yeah, I also was that. I also
0: thought about that
2: because I also felt it. Yeah, very interesting.
0: Okay, so I think we could wrap this up. Alex, do you have any final words? That was a
1: solid episode. (laughs) I like this episode.
0: I feel like there's more to
2: be said, though. There's a right? lot so, to be said. Yeah. So if you, uh, if our listeners still want us to like delve into something else around this, uh, conversation around fandoms, just let us know. We'll be happy we to talk comment, about it. Yeah. Message.
0: I think, I think we could yeah. go on about this. We could like do a part two if our listeners are interested. But it's so. It was. It's a really nice discussion, no? Like. Yeah, I didn't in, expect that there would be actual research on fangirl behavior and why it works. I din have a stand Twitter research research. So I think yeah. uh-huh. we could conclude it by saying na, being part of a fandom is nice. It it makes you feel really. like you belong to a certain community. And in these times where it's hard to establish connections because we're all at home pa and it's hard to like build relationships IRL... Joining a fandom is the way to go. It's just really all yeah. about being careful.
1: Yeah. Just just know yourself. Make some
0: friends. Yeah, and touch some grass, no? <laughs> touch like, some grass. Yeah, you gotta touch some yeah. grass. Like, yeah, sure. Don't part-
1: read some YN fanfics yeah. there. <laughs> yeah,
0: if it if, if if do what you can
2: if it go. makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. If it makes you happy cuz like it you know it takes it takes away some of the time and it like it's actually a good time we're going to have a good time yeah just don't be super super obsessive and I'm come and I'm saying that from my experience from the bottom <laughs> of my heart uh yeah
0: Real yes. life is oh you could be yeah. just just don't poison you your idols you
1: know, like- yeah
0: yeah it's really all about you know striking a balance between being a fan girl and being sane because because mm-hmm. the circles about being insane and being a fan girl it's kind of like a circle so yeah so Venn diagram yeah, it's of Venn diagram. The <laughs> yeah so it's really all about being careful oh so, yeah joining fandoms good idea and I think that wraps up yeah. our episode for. Today if you guys enjoyed it mm-hmm. please feel free to rate us 5 stars on Spotify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, follow yeah. On yeah, follow us on Instagram. Follow oh, us on Instagram. Share this I'm, podcast to your yeah. friends. I'm interested. Yes,
2: so once you thought, once you like listen to it, like comment on what fandoms you're
1: in. Yeah, I'm just very interested. Yeah, yeah. and then nice. if you, you know. listen, if you listen to this episode, take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram, wow. tag me, tag Justin, <laughs> tag China, tag the, the Insta page. Yeah, me, us. Like, yeah. we talk We're to us, to to us. To honestly. Yeah, and if you guys have ideas
0: as to what you'd like for us to talk about and do research on, feel free to message us at please say psych at gmail.com That's p l s say psych and. You'll hear from us from from our future episodes. Episodes. Yeah. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Yay!